favorite songs by James. Oh, yeah. Who dropped this album today in history? There's a storm outside. And the gap between the track and thunder. Oh, I miss these days. This isn't James Blunt. Are you sure that this wasn't James Blunt's initial band project and then he just split off as a solo project? This kind of sounds like him. Nope, just James. to call it. it, it, it I, I like to compare things to something. It's um, just very, a, it's earthy. Yeah. It's that sound of the 90s. I feel like, didn't we talk about this before, that it's like very similar to the Pete and Pete theme song? <laughs> it is. news stories. Underneath them, I will play lullaby verses of popular songs. I know what it reminds me of. Tell me. It reminds me of Sail Away by D- by David Gray. You remember that song? No. David Gray? I think so. That's a Spectrum ad. Stand by. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say. Uh, it'll just be a brief 30 seconds for this ad and then another one. Uh, John's Joints, where John reads news stories. Underneath them, I'll play lullaby versions of popular songs. If you would like to guess those songs at the end of John's Joints, you're certainly welcome to, but it is not required to listen. John, who brings us these joints on this fine day? Optograph laser vision. I am seeing as clear as I've ever seen. No glasses, no contacts, feeling like a free man, not being always tied down to have to have my glasses wherever I go. And I was never very, I wasn't never good at putting the contacts in my eyes. So it was always the glasses. It was like you walk outside, it's humid, uh, you know, they're fogged up. You can't go anywhere without them. But now with the help of the GOAT, Dr. Optograph, the man, the third doctor ever to perform the procedure in the United States, the first ever in Asia. The guy's got patents on almost all the technology all the other doctors are using to perform LASIK. So get your LASIK done by the GOAT right here at Uptograph Laser Vision. Right now, they're offering $1,000 off if you call now. 727-551-2020. Also a free consultation and you can also book online. LASIK, the number four, me.com. I was trying to remember what I experienced over the weekend with my new eyeballs. It was the sunset. I saw the sunset on oh. Friday, first time with my new eyeballs, and it was it was just amazing. It's crazy. I really, not only is it nice to see without glasses, I feel like I'm seeing better than I've ever seen before. Is this it? This is Sail Away by David Gray. Are you thinking of Orinoco Flow by Enya? No. Sail away with me. Sail away. No. 
Okay, it's, it's really gonna eat me alive. Are you thinking of "Come Sail Away" by Sticks? No. Are you sure? Yeah. This is gonna kill me. I don't want anything to kill you. No, John. It's, it's very instrumental, and it. May, I just feel like it has sail. All I know is that it had sail in the title. I thought. Um, I'm gonna have to let this one go. All right, you just get. Back I'll, to I'll me. get back to you. I'm yep. gonna spend a lot of time thinking about Please it. Please do. I'll be right I here. Will. I will. Okay. Uh, we've got a very specific, uh, cool or not cool, coming up about something that John Walsh said in regards to Brian Laundry. But the other bigger piece of news, or biggest piece of news, I guess, coming out of the weekend, uh, Dog, the Bounty Hunter, is now in on the hunt for Brian Laundry. Uh, he even went up and knocked on the door of the Laundry's home, uh, which, which. I don't know if you know, they called the police. Good. Yeah, the the laundries called the police uh, after Dog knocked on their door. Uh, I do have a little clip of Dog sharing his thoughts on the search and whatever the hell he thinks he's going to do to help. lost a daughter at about the same age. That's I know what the parents feel like, okay? And you want justification. You want the guy behind bars. All of it's alleged that he even committed the murder. But... Uh, circumstantially it looks like he did you know the strongest lead i see is that one of her friends said he had been in the appalachian mountains by himself for a couple months now he's not just a camper then he is a outdoorsman so in order to do that i think because of his age he felt comfortable if there's anywhere right now that looks the so as he's saying all this and bringing up things like the Appalachian Trail, I think everybody's main thought is how the hell are they still looking at the Carlton Preserve in Sarasota County? How can that be? And and kind of been saying this all last week. I'm under. I believe that they know something much bigger than mm. they're not telling us because what they're saying to not, today is that the FBI is now leading the search for Brian Laundry and. The reward currently is up to 30000 and they say that they are looking at a smaller, scaled-back, yet targeted area based on intelligence that they have. What? So what? I mean, what could that be? Like, what intelligence? I know. So a thing that I saw on the internet, and this, I don't know anything other than just things I see on the internet, Uh, but they were talking about how there's a lot of game cams in this area that... Sarasota uses to track wildlife to figure oh. out what's out in the preserve, how certain you know populations of any given animal are doing in one area. So they said this has been under camera and still is to this day. And maybe what they have is a game cam shot of him somewhere knowing that he's there. And another interesting thing that, that the dog has been saying in his interviews, he talks about game cam footage in the preserve. So one of two things. He's either been somewhat privied somehow to information the public doesn't know, and he's spouting his mouth off about game cam footage in the preserve, or he's talking about the game cam footage from last week that has been disproven that, that we know was not him. So who the hell knows? But it, to me, it's becoming clear they are very, very convinced that he is or definitely was in uh, this preserve. To the people who are sending... Um flowers to the laundry house to in a way to get the parents to talk i get it you're operating under the under the assumption that they knew something about their kid i'm not 100% convinced that they did yeah it's if you just go off of what you think is is there 
I can understand how it definitely feels that way, but you just don't know what you don't know. And right. I mean, it it it's hard to believe. It is hard to believe that this guy walked in and said, "Hey, just coming back from a you know cross country trip without my girlfriend who lives here." Uh, but uh, don't worry about it. That part is hard to explain. Yeah. What could your son tell you about his girlfriend that lives with you and why she didn't come back from across the country with him that would put you at ease enough to not do anything? Uh, if I was like, hey, where's uh, your girlfriend going? He was like, he was like uh, uh-huh. That'd yeah. be enough for me. Yeah. I'd definitely be sending flowers to your house, too. Uh, since you mentioned it, uh, I have another clip here that is of, of the protesters uh, that are posted up with bullhorns outside of the oh, laundry house. Jesus. Yeah, it is noisy, Adrian. First of all, no signs of Brian Laundry, but let me show you. We're right outside the house, and this is what happens bright and early out here. You have people who come out oh. with megaphones. They get on the megaphones, they point them at the laundry house, and they shout at the parents that they want justice for Gabby, and they want the parents to start cooperating with the FBI uh, and law enforcement. Yeah, so. Oh, man, get a life. It is only two people. Oh. It sounds like more. Well, they but, should both get but, a life. But still. I still think they're going to jail sooner than later. I'm waiting for the evidence. How could they not? I mean, you just would have to believe that he really told them nothing. Anything's possible. You're a murder sympathizer. Hey, I wasn't there. I don't know. <laughs> uh, in case you've been living under a rock, it happened. Finally, something we were hoping wouldn't happen for a long, long time. What? What happened? Matthew Stafford passed for 343 uh, yards and four touchdowns as he outdueled Tom Brady and led the Los Angeles Rams to a 34-24 victory over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yesterday. The loss snapped the defending Super Bowl champion Buccaneers' 10-game regular season and playoff winning streak going back to last season. Stafford was off target on five of his first six attempts before getting in a groove as the Rams scored on their next six drives. His best pass of the game came early in the third quarter when he connected with a wide open and someone we didn't know still existed, Deshaun Jackson, for a 75-yard uh, score to extend the Los Angeles lead 21-7. to seven. Uh, Jackson got by Tampa Bay cornerback Carlton Davis III on a go route, caught it at the Buccaneers 30, and zigged and zagged his way to the final 10 yards. Can I say... I don't know how closely you've been paying attention to the BS taunting calls that are that are going down all over the league. Right. How is D Deshaun Jackson s almost doing a dead stop and weaving and, and messing with the defense like that, not considered a taunting call? And yet, if you sack someone and stand over them for a minute, then you'll get hit with taunting. Yeah, I, it's just... It's very inconsistent yeah. when it comes to these taunting calls. Correct. Uh, even uh, last week, the, the that uh, touchdown from Lamar Jackson, yeah. where he was untouched and did a front flip into the end zone. Like, what are we? Like, either taunting is taunting, or it's whatever the hell you think it is. Yeah, I, I don't like that at all. No fun league is what they call yeah. it. Uh, Stafford, who completed twenty-seven of thirty-eight, has three touchdown passes of at least fifty-six yards this season. Cooper Cup had nine catches for ninety-six yards and two touchdowns, while Jackson finished with three receptions for a hundred and twenty. Yards. Tom Brady, who completed 41 of 45, or I'm sorry, 41 of 55 passes for 432 yards. Mm. Brady throwing for that many yards, unless it's just a beat down defense, I don't think is probably their plan. No. To have Brady throwing for that many yards. Mm -hmm. uh, he now joins Drew Brees as the only quarterback to throw for more than 80,000 yards. Uh, Mike Evans finished with eight receptions and 106 yards for the Bucs. Um, it was. 
it was bad all the way around for the yeah. most part. Once they couldn't score at will like like the Rams were, it, we weren't catching up. And I think that the decimated secondary of the Bucks continues to show problems. And I wouldn't be surprised if if you hear the name Richard Sherman popping up more in correlation to the Bucks because we need help in soon. Could not stop their offense. Couldn't get it going on our own offense. Recipe for disaster against an elite team like the Rams. Uh, Bruce Arians uh, sounding a little defeated, but also upbeat. Here's a little clip of his post-game comments. Our locker room is, they know right now we didn't play up to our ability. When we play up to our ability, we're, we're a better football team than this one. And uh, and we'll, we'll make sure that we make the corrections. Everybody's eyes and ears will be open to the coaching. And, and uh, our guys do a great job of that. So it's no different winning than losing. You go, man, you correct it. There's a lot of mistakes. There's a lot of good things, too. And uh, you, you march on to the next one. One thing I will be curious about is, uh, is Gronk. Because that hit he took yesterday was absolutely brutal. I don't know if it broke his ribs or what but clearly oh. he went back and then got a probably a shot of something i guess it's possible he could have just had the wind terribly knocked out of him but he didn't look right i mean nobody looked right but he definitely Oof. did not look right uh coming back he i mean he had what two or three passes thrown to him that for whatever reason didn't uh didn't work out uh without a rib protector which they went and said millions of times on yeah. the television broadcast to get a hit like that Ooh, it's mm. like you could feel the crunch. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, he was down Ugh. for a while, too. Uh, this, I, I know that you at least uh, watched this in your day, and I surely did. They had a failed uh, reboot, but let's hope they're going to capture that real magic. American Gladiators oh. is coming back. MGM and the, you could probably guess it if you tried hard, the WWE are teaming up on a new version of the competition series that will feature current WWE stars Uh MGM TV head Mark Burnett and his team are pitching the series out to broadcasters Uh, deadline was the first to report the reps for WWE and MGM uh, are putting this show out there so it hasn't been picked up by a broadcast network yet the original series ran from 89 to 96 uh, in syndication and was rebooted in 2008 with Hulk Hogan and Muhammad Ali's daughter Layla Ali as host it failed miserably I don't know I don't know if you can recapture it. I think the simplicity of what it was at the time made it great. I don't know that you can recreate um, that because it, it almost felt, did it feel futuristic in a way? At the time? Yeah. I don't know that you're going to have anything that feels futuristic. I just think of them shooting each other with the those tennis, tennis ball guns and thinking that was the coolest damn thing I had yeah. ever witnessed in my life. I don't think you're going to get that type of feeling from gladiators ever again. Lace, Nitro, and I think Zap were my favorites. Oh, man. I I think it can only be that much more intense now, though. When you think of all the CrossFit people and then Ninja Warrior combined with all of that, like, you've got a much bigger market of bigger people now. Look at Wipeout, too. Yeah, that is true. If If they can tap into that Wipeout feeling, maybe. I think maybe it... Talking about keeping it real and all these guys are badass. At the end of every episode, it ends with just a bare knuckle fight in the middle. Now you're talking. And whoever whoever uh, wins it. Oh, I thought you were going to take your shirt off. No, yeah. no, sorry. <laughs> I was like, I love this I, guy. Loves gladiators. I apologize. Yeah. Anytime something pro sauna comes across the joints news desk, I'm going to have to talk about it. Regular sauna use has been shown to have many of the same benefits as cardiovascular exercise, including extending your life. 
That's according to a study in the journal Experimental Gerontology. Dr. Rhonda Patrick, who I've heard of before, one of the review's authors, told the Post, the New York Post, she first stated the fits at the YMCA as a as a graduate student and started noticing the profound effect on my mood and ability to handle anxiety and stress. Now she has a son in her house and aims for four sweats per week. Two weeks would be the minimum. Uh, this goes on to say uh, it can be good for your heart and it gets a little scientific, but these uh, these protein these proteins in your body that rebuild um, damaged tissues and cells when you go into a sauna for more than fifteen minutes, it regenerates these proteins that pretty much fight off anything bad in your body. Cool. So it can help with even general with with age. They say uh, you may end up getting a couple bonus years out of your life by uh, sweating it out. I mean, look at you. I'm still alive. Still alive, and you look fantastic for, for now. For now, I did have a good sweat. Since I brought since since we're talking sauna. Yeah. Guy in the sauna this morning. Yep. Phone on, no headphones, watching videos on his phone. That's bad, right? Yeah. Like you decided what I wanted to say was so you get to decide the entertainment for the whole sauna. So because you didn't wear your headphones, anybody else who doesn't have headphones has to listen to whatever the hell you're listening to. That's not right. Unless you have your own personal sauna, you don't get to dictate what everyone should be listening to. Thank you. I don't trust anybody else that much. Thank you. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't. But I'd never say anything. But I. You should. I felt like it. And I'm should. not trying to get stabbed in the sauna. Good he point. had a tattoo on his neck. You made the right decision. Yeah. Uh, this story I've been hang- I've been wanting to get to it since last week. It's hard to believe that it's even true. A Florida woman thought she had been saved from a man sexually assaulting her. By her Uber driver. Okay. Only to be sexually assaulted by that driver himself. The incident took place on September 10th when a man who's a 30-year-old, Jorge Calderon Nunez, starts assaulting the victim. She was rescued from the attack by Carrie Gassig, who was 37, who broke up the incident and drove her away. Gossig then took the victim to south to the southernmost point of Key West, which is a landmark where, you know, you've seen it. Tourists post for uh, photos and everything. He dragged her out of his SUV and assaulted her behind the landmark. Police cite a tourist webcam that shows the victim clearly trying to get away from the man who later told authorities everything was consensual. A Boston dispatcher watching the web- webcam tipped police off of the incident, uh, believing he was watching a rape in progress. The man was arrested September 11th, charged with sexual assault, false imprisonment, and destroying evidence. Authorities said he admitted to returning to the southernmost point to take the woman's jean shorts and get rid of them on his way home. What is the, when you're talking about actual probability that you can be getting sexually assaulted by an Uber driver to be saved by another Uber driver that is then going to take you somewhere and sexually assault you, does that Man, that rare, or is that a bigger? Uh, is that is that telling us something more about about Uber drivers? Uh, well, in very unavoidably says something about their screening process and who they allow to drive their vehicles. Also says a lot about a run of bad luck. And this is hard to hear, but according to the police report, he told the investigator she did not scream for help or fight back against attack. And I quote, "Like someone being raped does." So he would know, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's oh, what you are. Uh, but, I mean, oh. the the poor, poor, poor lady to have that going on um, at, the, at the same exact time. Um, a California shaman 
has been charged with starting a wildfire, but it's not just as simple as you think. It is currently threatening thousands of homes, uh, and it was started by an accident while she was boiling bear urine to drink. Bear urine. Boiling bear urine. Yeah, Alexandra Zovanria, who's 30, faces up to nine years in prison for allegedly sparking the Fawn Fire, which has destroyed 41 homes and 90 smaller structures and is threatening 2,340 other homes. Um, She has pled not guilty. She is now being eyed for possibly starting other fires across the Golden State. Uh, She told forest officials that she was thirsty and had come across a puddle of what she believed to be bear urine and tried to boil it. Um, when the fire broke out, would you, would you need to boil bear urine before you drink it? I mean, it's still bear urine. Right. But you can boil the toxins out of it and just have that delicious bear urine (laughs) taste with none of the poison. I'd like to see an episode of Mythbusters about that. Cause I, I wonder, cause isn't urine sterile? Uh, I thought it was, but I think as human urine is sterile. The bears don't get the same luxury. Uh, I don't have a lot of familiarity when it comes to bear urine. Well, I look forward to gaining more with you. A former FedEx employee is out of job, out of a job after posting a profanity-laced rant on TikTok, mm. which he vowed to never deliver packages to the homes of people who support Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, or Black Lives Matter. The employee identified as Vincent Paterno posted on Vic, uh, on video to his TikTok September sixteenth. What's up, TikTok? Just wanted to come on here and let y'all know if you have a Joe Biden, uh, Kamala effing camel toe flag posted up or Black Lives Matter, I will not deliver your S. I will not deliver your S. I will bring that back to the station and I'll keep doing that. Have a good day. I mean, that... That's taking your politics too seriously, and that is abusing your employee. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't even. There's not much to even respond back to that. That is right. that is the extreme of of your beliefs in politics that we trash every day on this show. If you've taken your po- political beliefs that far in life to where you're willing to not do your job based on it, um, I'm I'm sure that's not going to work out too well for. If them. you were to do that with the U.S. Postal Service, that would be a federal crime because it messes with the mail. Is it the same thing? With a with a FedEx or that, no? That's a great question. I would think maybe not, maybe yeah. not. But it is FedEx. I mean, they put the <laughs> Fed in FedEx. That is true, but I don't think uh, I don't think it's a federal crime, even though it should be. And since you brought up the U.S. Postal Service, thank you to the amazing listener and uh, and mailman who picked up the used condom out of the parking lot. Saw him the other day. He waved to me and everything. I shouted at him. I he's my hero. Never forget. Thank you, sir. Yeah, you're you're doing God's work out there. Uh, what Britney's free now. At least she's on her way to being free uh, after her dad is opting out of the conservatorship. But now um, a former employee of the security firm that was kind of keeping tabs on her, Alex Vlazov is the guy, is speaking out in a documentary about how Britney's room and other areas were bugged by her father watching her at all times. Uh, can I give you an update? Urine, not a sterile substance. Not even bear urine? Not our urine, not bear urine. No urine is sterile. It contains bacteria that renders it a non-sterile substance. While the bacterial levels are likely low, maybe don't go drinking your urine. Well, I always thought that drinking urine was no good anyways. I mean, when I watch uh, Bear Grylls, he's, he's, he's against drinking your urine. Right. I mean, it'll kill you quicker than it'll help you live. I do have audio of the, uh, of the guy. Idan and one of the agents working with him came into my office and... 
handed me the audio recording device and a USB drive and asked me to wipe it. I had them tell me what was on it. They seemed very nervous and said that it was extremely sensitive, that nobody can ever know about this, and that's why I need to delete everything on it so there's no record of it. That raised so many red flags with me, and I did not want to be complicit in whatever they were involved in, so I kept a copy because I don't want to delete evidence. And I guess it's believed to be all of her stuff from her phones, all of her outgoing text and emails and everything that her dad was keeping tabs on and keeping uh, in encrypted files. Man, there's something so creepy about that dude. I almost wonder if him getting out, because he also is very savvy with the law. I wonder if, if he's going through you know, whatever he needs to go through to distance himself and possibly cover his own ass. Because now that all this other stuff's coming out, he's going... But if, if if you're the conservator, are you doing anything wrong? Uh, I mean, if you're bugging her her bedroom and and snooping on her emails, probably. I don't know because I mean that person has given up the the essentially the rights to their individual. So I mean, I'm not defending him in any way. I'm just saying, when you enter into that kind of agreement, are you giving up everything? It's a good point. I don't know. I think we're missing uh, the possibility of a movie about a haunted house that isn't just a haunted house. It's where people get killed. Oh, yeah. I think that's just a major missed opportunity. I'm sure there's been something done, just not on a big scale. Also, a lesson in here, why you should never, ever wear Crocs. It goes down in Ohio. Berea officers were called to the seven floors of hell haunted house at the Cuyahoga County Fairgrounds at about 8.15 p.m. for a call of a male stabbed in the foot. Officers spoke to members and learned that 11-year-old boy there with family friend suffered a cut on his left big toe. Witnesses told the officers one of the roaming outside actors at the haunted house was using a large Bowie knife as a prop to scare people. They said the 22-year-old actor identified as Christopher Pogaleski was scraping the ground in front of them, then began to stab the ground at the boy's feet when it went through his croc style shoe Uh-oh. and cut his left foot croc style shoe so kitty wasn't even uh wearing real crocs he was wearing knockoff crocs that's embarrassing uh officers confiscated the knife from the actor who told police he had brought it from home and he was using it instead of the provided prop knife he admitted to officers that using the knife was not a good idea <laughs> and that the injury was an accident the knife was confiscated and taken as property in connection with the incident you dumbass ma'am can i say to this day, nothing will scare me more than going to a haunted house or a haunted hayride when they have the dudes with the chainsaws. Like, I know yeah. that the chainsaw doesn't have a chain on it, but when a dude is chasing you with a chainsaw, it's terrifying. And you can pretend to not be scared. Inside, all of us are actually scared. Yeah. I used to be a scary guy in a haunted hayride back in the day. I can definitely see that. Yeah, yeah. When I wasn't working the sausage stand, I uh, they would let me uh, they would let me haunt, and it was pretty fun. That's that's all true. I worked at the sausage stand, and I would scare people. From You'd be time really time. good at that. Yeah, thank you. I yep. take my work seriously. Mm -hmm. uh, and lastly, uh, and just some lighthearted news, we hear the stories all around uh, here and all around everywhere about uh, there's a shortage on bus. There's a shortage on bus drivers. Mm. I saw. I think it might have been our buddy Mike from Mike's Weather Page put up a post last week. 
that his daughters are missing hours of school every day because the bus is showing up like an hour late uh, every day. Unacceptable. And, and people were commenting saying, same thing here, same thing here, same thing here. Well, a 12-year-old student in Colorado was sick and tired of not having a bus, so he decided to start kayaking to school. We didn't know if Josh was going to have a seat on the bus. I noticed that the school is like right on the lake, so I thought it would be really easy to just kayak on over there. But I got a 12-year-old who wants to take a chance, wants to be adventurous, wants to do something that probably none of his buddies would do. And how can I say no to that? Yeah, I'm going to try Nordic ski to school on the frozen lake. And there you go. Mm. Be ambitious. Be adventurous. Yep. I am all burnt out. Thank you, John. Hi, Patricia. Hi. Uh, I wanted to try to guess the songs. Go right ahead. Uh, Islands in the Stream. Yep. I Will Always Love You. Yep. And Bad Romance. She's absolutely correct, John. No prize, but damn, that's impressive. Congratulations. Thank you. You're quite welcome. Uh, I know we've got set for Cool or Not Cool, John Walsh's comments about the uh, the missing Brian Laundry. Did you see what the Rays are going to be doing during oh the Oh, my God, yeah. I didn't see this until just now, and I, we got to talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... Talk about a team that just doesn't get it. But honestly, I almost welcome this because at least it takes out all the guesswork. Like You don't yeah. have to sit there as a fan now and say, do they want to be here? Do they want to be here? They're putting their money where their mouth is and telling the in Tampa Bay as a whole, we don't want to be here. And, and I'd rather have that open honesty than us uh. live in this fantasy world where maybe they're going to stay, maybe they're not. Because at the time where you should be trying to capture this in a bottle, they're doing the opposite. It's <laughs> a good point. We'll get into that next on Drew Garabo Live. Medi Weight Loss is the medically supervised program that keeps you accountable. I love going in for my weekly weigh-ins where I meet with the nurses and the doctors because they let me know what I've got to do to keep losing weight. I step on the futuristic scale. They look at the printout. They go, okay, looks like you got a little extra water weight. Oh, but you added some muscle weight. Maybe you can do this and keep losing weight because when the LBs are falling, you're staying motivated and they want to make sure you get a free assessment. Go to startmedi.com slash 1025. That's startmedi.com slash 1025 or call 877-MED-LOSS. They've got locations in South Tampa, Brandon, Lutz, and Clearwater, and they also accept some insurances. So find out if they accept yours and let them know you heard John Sennett talking about it on Dream Garabo Live. It's Drew Garabo Live on 102.5 The Bone. 102.5 Tampa Bay's home for real, raw radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.